do you ever wonder why shattered windows never spontaneously unbreak themselves? In fact, why do old things crumble away? You know, what is the heat death of the universe? And what does all this have to do with thermodynamics? These are some big questions, and the answers to all of them are related to entropy. And it's the subject of this week's Physics Central podcast. I'm Mike Lucibella. So intuitively, we all know that over time, old buildings disintegrate. Paint peels off, windows break, roofs cave in, even stone eventually erodes away. It's just the natural way of the world. Things get more disorganized over time. And in fact, this is a very fundamental concept in physics. And this tendency towards disorder has a specific name, entropy. But what exactly it is can get a little hard to get a good grasp on. So according to the Oxford English Dictionary, entropy is a thermodynamic quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work, often interpreted as a degree of disorder or randomness in the system. Now, that's actually a pretty good definition, but it needs to be unpacked a little bit. That part at the end, about disorder and randomness, is a good place to start and is the key to why it's so important. In simplified, entropy is how much randomness or disorder there is in a system. So think about that building I mentioned earlier. It starts out with clean windows, polished floors, and crisp edges. It's very neat and orderly. Not a lot of entropy there. But abandon it for a few years, and you'll come back to a crumbled shell of the structure. Shattered glass, dirt everywhere. It's falling apart and way more disordered than when we left it. So scientists would say its entropy has increased. This natural deterioration has its roots in some very fundamental laws of nature. It's based on the physics of heat thermodynamics, and makes up the second law of thermodynamics. The law says that in an isolated system, entropy will always increase over time. So if you want to decrease entropy in a system and impose some order, you have to bring in energy from outside of it. But that in turn causes a net increase in entropy in the overarching system. Getting back to that building analogy, that means I can bring that old dilapidated structure back to its original condition. It just takes a lot of work on my part. And that work that I do inevitably causes more entropy elsewhere, mostly in the form of heat. Now, heat is really what the second law of thermodynamics is all about. When something is hot, its molecules are moving around a lot. It's really disorganized and has a lot of entropy. And the molecules in cooler objects move around more slowly and are more ordered. When something hot cools down, it's not like the entropy goes away. It just transfers into the rest of the environment. Now, over time, the heat energy from the warmer areas flows into cooler areas, and eventually everything evens out and the system reaches equilibrium. And that's the thing. It doesn't go in reverse. A closed system ultimately only goes from ordered to disorder, towards equilibrium. Now, theoretically, it's possible for a complete building to emerge out of a chaotic sandstorm or something like that, but the odds against it are so astronomical that it's never going to happen in the life in the universe. It's all about statistics, which say there's no escaping entropy. So you might be thinking, there's lots of buildings and other kinds of order in this world. How can this be if the natural state of things is disorder and there's no escaping it? Well, one can make localized areas of increased order like a building, but, as you all know, building buildings take up energy, lots of it. And using energy inherently creates entropy because of wasted heat. One tiny example is if I'm running a cement mix. Its engine is burning gas to mix the concrete. But most internal combustion engines are at most 30% thermally efficient, meaning they harness only a tiny fraction of the total energy created from burning fuel. The rest goes out in the world, warming it up slightly and adding to the net entropy in the universe. There's no perfect machine, so there will always be some energy loss to entropy. That's why there can never be a perpetual motion machine, because some energy will inevitably be lost to heat and friction, slowing it down. It's a setback and think about it. The universe itself is one big, close, outside system. And by definition, there's no way to bring in more energy, so the universe is gradually moving itself towards equilibrium. And when that happens, there won't be any temperature difference, or potential energy enough to do any kind of appreciable work in the universe. 
I don't normally matter what I'm afraid of the fundamental complaints. In the universe, there would be nothing more than photons and stimulants, electrons, and positrons, living randomly to the infinite empty cosmos. Probably two steps to minutes, or parking, and depending on how long it takes photons to play, it likely won't happen for at least another two years. Now, first I'm going to sum up a one followed by one hundred four. So, if you made it all the way through, congratulations. And just in case you couldn't tell, this is a kind of meta April Fool's audio experiment about entropy, not a calamitous failure of audio tech on our part. And for the record, it takes a lot of work to make this podcast sound so disordered. I definitely increased the entropy of the universe putting this together. Now, all the information I talked about is true, though. Check out our website, www.physicscentral.com, for more. And thanks a lot for listening. Thank <laughs> you.